ready to uh, read them. I'm going to call upon my sisters to do so tonight. Sister June, if you will, I want you to look up Job 26.14. Job 26.14. Sister Gigi, Hebrews 12.28. Sister Vicky, Hebrews 10, 12 through 13. Sister Larissa, Job 23, 12. And Sister Rebecca, because I know you love to speak in public. Psalm 110, verse 3. Psalm 110, 3. All right, and we'll get to those as we go along in our study tonight. This Psalm 93 is a psalm of omnipotent sovereignty. You know, we serve a mighty God, don't we? Think about it. He upholds all things by the words of His power. He just said by divine fiat, let there be light. And there was light. What an incredible, powerful... When we speak of God's omnipotence, we are speaking about someone that is all-powerful. Now, I've known some strong people in my life. I've seen incredible feats of strength. But can you imagine a being that has all power? He's omnipotent. There's nothing that he could not do if he willed to do it. It's amazing, isn't it? He can part Red Seas. He could say to the sea, be still, and the winds and the waves Obey him. Devils tremble in his presence. Angels veil their eyes at his majesty. Oh, what an omnipotent one that we worship and serve tonight. I ask you to view him in his majesty, in his glory. When you go and you pray to God, ask great things from a great God. Have great expectations of Him, for He has omnipotent power. Our troubles would seem so much smaller if our view of God would be as big as it should be. Amen? And then His sovereignty. Oh, the control that He has of His power and of Himself. That's what's so amazing. You see these things like these nuclear explosions, seeing them you know, set off the atomic bombs and the mushroom cloud and how it's just so destructive in its wake and you know man man uh, can't harness or or wield even some of the power that he's been able to make or manufacture but God in in his power he is in complete control of he has complete sovereign control over all things whatsoever shall come to pass whatever exists every atom every molecule of the universe can only do anything by the will and decree of Almighty God. Psalm of omnipotent sovereignty. We're talking tonight about the reign of God, His reign over all things. And the results, really that's what we want to focus on tonight, the results of God's reign. When we see God reigning in our hearts, in our lives, in our church, in our midst, in nations. The results are so wonderful when God reigns. 
Oh, may he reign in our hearts tonight. Beloved, look at this great psalm. It begins with the Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength. There's, there's his power. Wherewith he hath girded himself. Isn't that wonderful? You know, uh, Sister uh, Lydia was uh, joking and kidding tonight about uh, her children trying to dress themselves, right? You know, and we have to have people help uh, dress us. The kings would have, when they were coronated, people would put the robes of royalty on them or put the crown upon them. But God has crowned himself. God has clothed himself with his own majesty. Even Jesus Christ, when he came into the world, he, wasn't, he didn't live and become a king. He was a king when he came into the world and a king when he left. King of kings, Lord of lords, the Lord hath girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord, the floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. This is speaking to the turmoil of the world, the uh, clamoring the rebellion of the world and, and the pride of man. Uh, you remember even uh, Herod when he spoke and they said, oh, he, he's such a wonderful orator. Uh, this must be a God speaking to us. And the Lord was displeased and he was struck in that moment with heartworms and died. God is on high. Listen, but the Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Man, what a wonderful, what a poetic and just beautiful way to describe the omnipotent sovereignty of God. No doubt that this psalmist is under the inspiration of the holy spirit to be enabled to so beautifully describe god in some of his um splendor and and glory for us to take heart and by faith even just get glimpses of and it thrills our soul i'll never forget in reading pilgrim's progress when pilgrim and faithful were in the palace beautiful and they let them just look through the telescope to see the gates of the celestial city up close. And they just fell down in fits of sickness, of, of homesickness, of wanting to be there, of just catching glimpses of the majesty of the world of glory. Oh, beloved, could we by faith do that with our God tonight? To not in any way let your flesh or the failings of our minds or of our words diminish God in His majesty and His glory and His omnipotence and His sovereignty. Would you say, Lord, I delight in Your reign. Lord, You should reign. And, beloved, I rejoice to tell you tonight, verse 1, what a, what a just a glorious message. The Lord does reign. The Lord God omnipotent reigneth at the end of the awakening chorus. What did we sing? 
Jehovah what? Jehovah reigns. Jehovah reigns. Jehovah reigns. Amen, let it be so. What are the results of, of this great statement that this psalmist proclaims as the Holy Spirit is in, inspiring him to comfort to strengthen the people of God in His day and us in our day, though the world lay in turmoil, though our politics are turned upside down, though right is wrong and, and wrong is right in our day and we don't know what tomorrow holds, do we know this truth that our Lord reigneth? Let come what may. Let come what may to me, to you, to the United States, to this world. It will be as a sovereign God has it. And it does not usurp His authority or His throne. The, these, these revelings of men in their pomp, in their glory, they all the inhabitants of the world are reputed to Him as nothing. And He doth His will in the armies of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay His hand or say unto Him, What doest thou, the Lord reigneth? The Lord you love. The Lord that died for you and has risen and lives evermore. He reigns tonight. He not only reigns in your heart. He reigns supreme over His kingdom, the church. He reigns supreme over all the universe. No doubt tonight that He is not in full control. He is in full control of all things. The devil himself is nothing but, the, but God's dog that He has on a chain that He lets out to do things that will only end up resulting in glory to God. Yes, hallelujah. The Lord reigneth. What are the results of God's reign? When we see God reigning, when we realize the reign of God, when we feel the reign of God, number one tonight, His power is felt. His power is felt. When God is reigning in our lives, we feel His power. When Jesus walked, on the earth, and he was with the disciples. They knew there was something amazing about this one. They could see his power over the spiritual world, over the natural world. What manner of man is this, they said, who speaks with this authority? The Lord God reigneth. The Lord reigneth. His power is felt. And when he is reigning in our lives, we see him saving sinners. Oh, I rejoice to hear about Tory. Tonight, that's the Lord reigning. When He's saving sinners in our midst, He's reigning. When He is slaying heirs, He is reigning. When He is honoring His own name, we can feel His power being felt in the world and in our lives. Hallelujah. Mighty He is described here. As one that has girded himself with his own strength. Mightier than all the ways, all the noise of the world. God is on high. Mightier than all. Mighty to save tonight is he. His power is felt. We feel his power in his church. When he reigns in his church. In our lives we feel his power. He was mighty in creation, was he not? Mighty in creation. Who told him to make the sky blue and the grass green or how to make an aardvark. God did it all according to His um, 
amazing, imaginative, sovereign will. He made everything that exists and he upholds it. What holds, you think, that the earth is just held in its place and, and its orbit just by some random chance or laws of nature that have always existed. No, it is the power of God. If God but, but just stopped using His power to do it, it would all run into chaos and destruction and anarchy. Beloved, before God moved, before God there was said there was darkness upon the face of the deep and the earth was without form and void. But then God, power was felt and he was mighty in creation and he's mightier even in providence. Uh, his laws and government of time and, and, and of space and of events in this world I love the way that is described sometimes that it's like uh, women working on a patchwork quilt that up underneath the underside there's all these uh, lines and streams and different colors going everywhere all which way you can't make any sense out of it but on the top side it's a perfect pattern of exactly the way that the person making the quilt wanted it to be. God's making the quilt of time. And, it, and he's doing it perfectly. And he's in perfect control of it. He's mighty in creation. Yes, he's mightier in providence. But then he's the mightiest in redemption. Can I get an amen? amen. He's mightiest in redemption. Here the world began in the eternal covenant of grace. When he in covenant love chose a people for himself and he gave them to our mediator. He made us accepted in the beloved. That was glorious. He was the mightiest. Mightiest when he took our sins and nailed them to the cross. And he satisfied the wrath of God. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. And through his stripes we are healed. And his righteous servants had justified many and our sins have been washed away. And oh, how mighty the Holy Spirit is when He regenerates the children of God. And He brings them from a kingdom of darkness to a kingdom of life. When He brings them from a state of death and trespasses and in sin and makes them a new creature in Christ. Who can do such a thing? The reigning Lord showing His power, showing His majesty. What he is clothed with. Look at him. How he reigns. He's clothed with majesty. He's clothed with strength. He's girded himself. We see this in the world and all that is created. It's been established and it cannot be moved because God upholds it. And it shall not move until he wills it to be so. Hallelujah. His power is felt. Mighty in creation. Mightier in providence, mightiest in redemption, saving sinners, slaying heirs, honoring his own name. Sister June, could you read Job 26, 14 from us? Uh, give me a brother Charles. Woo! Right there. 
Yeah. But the thunderings, only the thunderings of his power. How we heard about it. That's pretty incredible. The power to make a whole universe and uphold it. The power to resurrect Lazarus from the dead after he had been stinking in the grave. And he just says, roll away the stone. And he just cries out to his child, come forth. And even though he was bandaged up in grave clothes, he came forth. And he said, take those off of him. And he embraced Lazarus, his friend. He is the resurrection and the life. The power to part the Red Sea. The power, the power, uh, beloved, to command the waves uh, to just be still. The power to heal every disease that was brought to him. Oh, what power. Now, power's felt, but it's just the thunderings. Oh, these things are just the thunderings of his power. What will it be, Brother Kevin, when we're with him and we see him create a new heavens? And a new earth. When we see him by his word cast away all the wicked into a sinner's hell by the word of his power. Oh, we're going to see some displays of, my, of the mighty power of God. And we see it and it really is all around us. Listen to this. Listen to this as we close out this thought. This is such a beautiful poem. Can you listen closely? God hath a voice. That ever is heard. In the peal of thunder. The chirp of the bird. It comes in the torrent. All rapid and strong. In the streamlet's soft gush. As it ripples along. In the waves of the ocean. The furrows of the land. The mountains of granite. The atom of sand. Turn where ye may. From sky to the sod, where can ye gaze that you see not our God? Hallelujah. When God is reigning, His powers fell. Secondly, His kingdom is established. His kingdom is connected to His throne. And He says, Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. From then, they are saying, until then, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God, and your kingdom and your throne is eternal. It has never been shaken. It has never been moved. It has never been threatened. Not one arrow has ever flown against its walls. Any rebel that ever was, was cast out in power. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky when he tried to usurp. The Holy One on high. His kingdom is established. And His kingdom is overcoming this world. We must never forget that. That though we live in this world. And, and Jesus said my kingdom is not of this world. But it is in the world. And beloved in our hearts. God is overcoming this world. Through His kingdom. We'll see it. In full fruition one day. And we'll be able to look back, I believe, as, and God will show us how He was always at work. And always in the midst of His people. This kingdom is universal. It, Beloved, 
I want you to, for one thing, think that God's not ruling over China. God is ruling over China. God is ruling over all the Arab countries where uh, the Muslims are. He's, he's ruling over the deepest, darkest uh, jungle where men still uh, don't wear clothes and are cannibals. God rules over all. He's Lord over all. He's reigning. His kingdom has been established. It's universal. It's fixed. It's firm. It's stable. It's everlasting. Sister Gigi, Hebrews 12, 28, please. There it is. There's our work. There's our purpose in this world. God, this king, has a kingdom. And we have been called to be kingdom priests and servants to the Most High God, to the Lord who reigns. And He has promised us if we will suffer with Him, if we will serve Him here, we will reign with Him one day. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that His kingdom is established? You're in it tonight. And this kingdom is overcoming the world. So His power is felt. His kingdom is established. And opposition is overcome. Men rage like angry waves, but they're just all foam and fury. And the scripture tells us that even the wrath of man shall praise God, and the remainder he shall restrain. The wicked are getting away with nothing. Nothing. The Lord is reigning. The Lord will overcome all opposition to Him. He does overcome all opposition to Him and to His people. Hebrews 10, 12-13, Sister Vicki. Hebrews 10, 12-13. Hallelujah. There he is. The conquering one. You know, Caesar said, I came, I saw, and I conquered. But how quickly he fell, murdered by his own friends, and his kingdom went to another. But Jesus is a, is a conquering king, and he has made us his conquerors, for we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are able to overcome the devil. We are able to overcome our flesh. We are able to overcome this world through the faith that He has given to us. Hallelujah. This is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. He says, I'm, I, I, I'm exalted. I'm reigning until all my enemies be made my footstool. And we're on a fast march to that, beloved. I love this here that it says here that the floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. We hear the voice is among us so loud, seeming like the media is just owned by the devil and everything. They're constantly just pumping out all this foam, all this uh, filth. But God is on high, beloved. And His, his message uh, overtrumps all of their wicked cries of rebellion, of hate, 
of, of evil. He said, the Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. It's His testimonies that are sure. Right? It's His testimonies that are sure. I just love that. I remember, Brother Kevin, you remember, I forget which king it was. I think it was, I think it was Hezekiah. They had come against him, and they had sent him all these letters about all these terrible things that they were going to do. And Hezekiah received them, and he read them, and he took them, and he just put them before the Lord. And he said, Lord, this is what these wicked men have said that they're going to do to us and to your people. And what they've said about you, God laughs when the heathen rage. God mocks them. His counsel shall stand. He will do all His pleasure, beloved. All opposition is going to be overcome. That's what this psalm is talking about. And it's a result of God's reign. When God is reigning and ruling in our lives, He is going to perfect that which concerneth us. He is going to march into our hearts. And He reigns in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit is the most powerful force in the universe and, and He is within us. And He is going to perfect that which concerns. He is going to, beloved, He is, he is going to that uh, Philippians 1.5. He is going to, um, begin. Begin, He that has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Rejoice in that tonight. He's not left you on your own to try to do it by your own effort. But he said, you come to me. If you want sin to die in your life, take it to the cross. That's where all sin dies. If you want it to stay alive, then just keep trying to fight it and become a better person on your own. But if you want it to die, take it to the cross. And there it will die. Fourthly, his word is valued. His word is valued. Don't you love that? Thy testimonies are very sure. When God is reigning in someone's life, they hear the philosophies of the world and the philosophies of men, but there's something that they hear that says, you know what, that sounds so good, that sounds so fleshly and acceptable, but what God says is what's really right. It's what's really true, and they begin to live their life by it. And it, 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 they incorporate it uh, into their thinking and their worldview. It's, it's, uh, his word is, is, is valued. And faithfulness becometh his word as holiness becometh his house. Isn't that beautiful there? Thy testimonies are very sure. Uh, faithfulness becometh the word of God and holiness becometh the house of God. Do you believe that tonight? Are you living on his promises are you believing and trusting in His Word? Tonight I am. I'm going to fling my soul out onto the, to eternity on thus saith the Word of God. His Word is valued. The revelations of heaven are infallible. And aren't you rejoicing tonight that your faith is not in yourself? Your faith is not in me? Your faith is not in primitive Baptists, but your faith... Is in eternal truth itself, the Lord Jesus Christ. The one that is the way, the truth, and the life. That's where your faith 
is rested in, is concreted in Him. And so you value His Word when God is reigning in His people's lives and hearts. When He's reigning in a nation or in a community, His Word is held in high esteem. And then, lastly, holiness. Oh, I need to get my first Job 23, 12. Sister Larissa. Did you eat today? It's important to get a balanced diet, to eat for the body. But Job said, man, there's something that's so much more important that my life, that my soul needs. Uh, even though Job went through difficult, difficult times, he said, God, I'm not going to turn away from your commandments. For your word is more precious to me. It's more, ne- it's more necessary to me than natural food that I eat. All oh, that word is valued. And then holiness, holiness is cultivated. Holiness becometh his house. Is it, doesn't it make sense that if in the first verse that Jehovah reigneth, then doesn't it make sense that at the end holiness is the result? Can I get amen? amen. Doesn't that make sense? If the Lord is reigning in someone's life, if He's reigning in a country, in a community, holiness is going to be the result of that because people are going to want to be like God. Like God. He's reigning. All heaven, do you agree with me, is a place of holiness. Is there any sin there? Is there any darkness there? Is there any death? There, No, it's a place of pristine holiness, beloved. We can't even imagine the holiness of that land. But we got pictures of it in the temple, how God designed the temple, how clean and holy and sacred that it was. And the church also is, is to be a picture of that as, as well. The church should be different than any other thing in your life. Any other thing in this world, beloved, everything that calls itself Christian, if it goes astray, if it denies the Word of God, it has lost its holiness, it has lost its power, it has lost its its, uh, ability to to, uh, reign with God. But those that stay true to the Word of God, God will honor. He will honor. This church must be holy. And then the believer also is to be a representative. And holiness is to be being cultivated in the believer's life where the Lord is reigning. God is to be honored in every way. Psalm 110, 3 to close us out tonight, Sister Rebecca. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. In the beauty of holiness from the womb. Oh, what a God that we serve. Aren't you glad tonight that the Lord reigneth and the results of God's reign 
are so wonderful. May the Lord bless you and keep you as our prayer. Thank you for your good and kind.